mega level. Oh, mega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Sorry, welcome back to a mega level. level. Oh, I hate you so fucking much. No, do much. it. Come on, you're, you're good. Do it. What? What? Mm, mm. I knew it. I, I knew it. I wasn't gonna do it. I'm this week, this welcome week back to a mega, mega level. level. <laughs> hey. Yeah, welcome. What's everybody? Oh my god, I, I hate you. I hate you. Welcome back to a mega level podcast. As you've already heard us both say about twenty times now, <laughs> this is gonna be our. Uh, comic episode uh comic edition let's talk comics comic talk comics are a thing picture books and this is also our 30th anniversary of comic talk uh, <laughs> and this is our aren't those for kids episode picture books i'm an adult i don't play video games on this episode we are going to talk about the new relaunch of fucking x-men by jonathan hickman whoop house of ten and powers of x I thought it's Jonathan Yickman. Yeah, Jonathan Yickman. Okay. House of Ten, Powers of X, a.k.a. <laughs> House Makes of sense. X, Powers of Ten. <laughs> okay, I was like, damn. <laughs> but before we jump into that, we have a bit of exciting news. Breaking news. I'm really excited about it. Josh was kind of ambivalent. He was a little yeah, annoyed, actually. I don't care about one of my favorite actors. Andy Serkis has just been Woot. confirmed to be the director for the Venom sequel. Woot. Very Woot. excited about that. Very inspired choice. Mm -hmm. uh, he definitely can't do a worse job than Ruben Fleischer did with the first Venom. Mm -hmm. And I am one of the people, and I believe Josh as well, that yeah. actually enjoyed that oh, movie. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think it was amazing. It was yeah, like a seven. It was like a seven. It was a good movie. It was fun. Eddie Brock was great. It was a different take, too, in a yeah, way. Like that it, wasn't what you I mean, I, I get the complaint, or the yeah, I guess the complaint about it, that it seems like Tom Hardy was in 20 different movies. And he kind of was, because the director just loved whatever the fuck he wanted. Dude, yeah. Yeah. He said he filmed so much shit that probably could have made two movies. Jesus. With Eddie Brock. That much? Yeah, they filmed so much. It literally just said action and let him do what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> be weird. Yeah. Be crazy. Be mad. Be sad. But I enjoyed it. It was a good time. It was entertaining. I think Andy Circus will make a much tighter film. And yeah, have a female better, Venom, dude. That was dope. Better, hand, better, better handle on it. Yeah, I love that we got uh, She Venom mm -hmm. for like a quick second. I love that Michelle Williams is in this universe. I love her. It's uh -huh. one of my favorite actresses. And we got Woody Harrelson coming in to be fucking carnage. Carnage. Oh, Cletus Casey. Cletus. I'm so hyped about that, dude. I think he's going to crush top. it. Yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. He's a carrot top. <laughs> so, yeah, very excited about that. Also saw... Uh, Andy's worked with Andy Serkis on uh, War. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, he was him. the villain of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they have a bit of uh, familiarity. Well, he didn't direct War, my boy Matt Reeves. He was in it. He was in it. He's yeah. the main, wonderful, greatest protagonist put on screen. <laughs> this would be his third directorial effort, yes? Yes. Breathe, Breathe and, and Mowgli. Mowgli which is on thing? Netflix. Yeah, Mowgli's I don't know Netflix where you can watch Breathe. It's a Mowgli's a Netflix original, so yep. you can definitely really watch it on good. there. I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I did too. I like The Jungle Book more, but Mowgli's a great movie in its own right. They work really well as companion pieces. I think I Mowgli more. They work very well Jungle as Book looked way better, but it's Disney. So yeah. Of course it looks way better. They work great as companion pieces. Mm -hmm. Like, if you watch one and the next day, watch the other one, because it's different takes of the same story. The Jungle Book, obviously, is lighter. Yes. Mowgli's a more of the darker. Mowgli is more, more of the, the original the actual original, story. Yes. Yeah. They're both very uh, good. And they had their the mocap in that one. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, and it was Imaginarium, which is just the greatest mocathon on oh, the planet I mean, right yeah, now. Yeah, they like pretty much. Thanks uh, to James Cameron, it. but An- Andy Serkis yeah. is what's perfected it. Oh, yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And then we got some other news in that apparently the director of Deadpool 2, David Leitch, I think is how you say his last it's, name. I'm not sure. David Karen. That was the first one. That was David. That was the first one. Is he coming back for the third one? No, is they he... said Deadpool 2 director. That's the guy oh, that did the okay, second then, one. Okay, yeah. then who's, who's the one that did it on Atomic Blonde? That's the guy that did the first one, I think. That's, yeah, he I helped think. with the, the first one, and then yeah. he did all of Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And then he helped with the shorts, uh, No Man Deeds, or No Good Deeds. Mm-hmm. I think so. The one where he's like yelled at Stan Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So he said that Deadpool doesn't necessarily have to be rated R. Mm. And they're doing this to try to get Deadpool in the MCU, which Ryan Reynolds has always made little jokes about. And it seems like he is very much into the idea that he wants Deadpool in the MCU. But his he movies can be R, and then he so can too. be PG-13 in the movies. Because he's not so. going to be a big focal point of no. any of the team-ups. Like, just, he never even is. He'll no. just be around. Exactly. Yeah. He's just there, and that's fine. Yeah. But his movies have to be rated R. I, I would love them. Like I love them as rated R, and I don't want to see them change. I don't think they have to be, but to maintain the quality of what they've already been, I think they've kind of already put themselves in a position well, where now they have we to have, be. We already have a movie that is PG-13 Deadpool. So I haven't you can seen watch it, it. I, I watch haven't it. watched it either. Once Upon a Deadpool? Yep. <laughs> and, of course, I think people are overanalyzing that now that they have the confirmation. I, there was more positive reviews when it first dropped. Then when this news broke out, now there's more negative. Like, oh, we saw the PG-13 vision. It sucked. It was stupid. Yeah, almost. I saw more negative now that that oh, news absolutely. has been released almost, than when the movie itself dropped. Almost everything I saw when it came out was like, it was cool but unnecessary. Yeah. It was like, we've already seen this movie. Yep. Like, this wasn't necessary. Like, now you have a reason to send your but kids. But now they're sure. like, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Now you have a reason Please. to have your kids influenced by this character that is not supposed to be for children. So now you're just assuming, like, oh, I want to watch the second one. Sorry, we can't because it's yeah. it's fucking awful. Like, yeah. you know, it's very grotesque. It's very crude. Like. Mm-hmm. And that's the Dwayne Wilson I know and love. That's I mean, the yeah. Ryan Reynolds I know and love. Mm-hmm. He dude stuck cusses nonstop. Yeah. Granted, in the comics it is like bleeped out. Yes. And they could do the movie. I wouldn't want a bleeping sound that would get way too fucking annoying. But he, you never know what curse word bleeping he's works for TV shows, saying. not movies. Exactly. Yeah. You never know what what word he's actually saying. Like you can infer usually what it is from just what you're reading. Yeah. But it always could be anything. You know like, what the bleep's going on? You clearly know yeah. he's saying what the fuck's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Or what the hell? But if he's hell. Like, but I've be, seen him say hell in comics. Like, all bleep something like yeah. I can't believe this happened that could be shit that could be fuck mm-hmm. like you don't know you know mm-hmm. what I mean so he they could make a Deadpool movie where he, he says the F word one time the amount they're allotted and then he just says the maximum amount of curse words he's a, they're allowed to put in the film for the rest of it to where it's like teetering on it's almost R rated mm-hmm. they could get away with that but yeah, that's but only for the language. Yeah, gore so the and violence and gore have to be toned down. Yeah. The themes of what they, they do and cover would have to be toned down. Yeah. It can't be too adult. Can't and have that whole sexual that's what I'm know, not legs like. Thanksgiving. Your, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm not going to like. Yeah. I don't think the joke about the uh, his penis growing back would have ever flown to PG-13. Shirt cocking? Yeah, you can't have that. <laughs> that whole scene would have been Deadpool. Good. Like, I want See, that. See, yeah, that was Deadpool too, wasn't it? No, it's, yeah, it was something like that, but that's Deadpool. Like, I want that in a Deadpool movie. <laughs> yeah, and course. I don't think you could put that in a PG-13 version. Nope. Yeah. You gotta have shirt cock, and if there's no shirt cock in it, <laughs> I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the best. He drops down his little legs, He's staring up at T.J. Miller. <laughs> oh just straight shirt cock in it. <laughs> was that in the first? That was in the first. That one. was in the first. That's one. the first see, one. Yeah, T.J. Miller's not in the second one. Yeah, I was about to say I have to, we'll have to see the PG-13 one. Yeah. see if they have that scene in there. Wait, it's P- I thought PG-13 was for the second one. That was the Once Upon a Time Deadpool. That was the f- oh, it was the, the second one. Once Upon a Time was the second one. You're right because they mentioned the yep, yep. I remember what's his name, Peter, right? Yeah, Peter. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. You don't want it. This is dangerous. They, they confirmed, by the way, that like Peter is still alive. Well, they did that with the after credit scene. When they, oh, yeah, when right. He was traveling that's through what, time. Yeah, he told right, him to yeah. leave. Peter's like, still alive. You do not want to do this. <laughs> that's amazing. He's yeah, surviving. I'm so glad they did that. 
if he's part of the MCU, there's no way he didn't survive the snap. He's too powerful to kill. <laughs> you can't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. Uh, that gives me some pause. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. Especially when Disney was already saying that, like, you We're know, Deadpool change. remain its own thing. So I fully believe that if it does go PG-13, it's at the, like, it's because Ryan Reynolds wants it. But then it. they also gives us, like, Blade, man. Like, they can have a team up rated R. Boom. We yeah, have dude. Blade and Deadpool. And I don't know how you make a PG-13 Blade. I don't know how it happens. Blade is so gory. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, man. His whole entire thing is killing vampires. He's not subduing them. He goes and straight kills vampires. That's Blade's mission. That's mm-hmm. what he does. Yeah, but, well, you saw... You can kill vampires. They'll turn to dust. They'll take away the blood. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know if Blade's a movie. It could easily be a Hulu TV show. So True. More, I was going to say, Mahershala just did True Detective. Yeah, so. it could be more mature on Hulu. I hope it's a movie. I do, too. For sure. I hope it's a movie. Don't it's going to take someone like that to finally get an uh, uh, acting nom. Like he's two-time Oscar. Apparently, the Academy already oh, fucking loves love the dude. So yeah. it, I, I still I hope it's not cannot that believe that Brolin was, was not nominated. It's, it's a fucking it's travesty. A fucking, it, it really is. Travesty. It's a fucking joke. The greatest mocap performance ever. Second. Ever. Second. Better than anything. That's Second. A, far better than anything that's ever been done. I will leave this motherfucking room <laughs> right so. now. I hope so. Snap yourself away. Human work. Caesar's a bitch. You, Fuck Caesar. Mm. You did not say this about the... Caesar's not inevitable. Thanos is. He proved it. If Caesar had the gauntlet, are you serious, bro? If <laughs> Caesar no had the gauntlet. <laughs> Actually, if Caesar had the gauntlet, he probably would have just created peace. Yeah, he would have created peace. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. He never hated humans. Nope. They hated him. He hated that he was Because he was humans. different. Curse you, James Franco. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, jump on into the... I guess. Comic books. Whatever. <laughs> so... I should be playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance right now. <laughs> yeah, we should be. We're definitely mini after this. Oh, 100. So we're going to be doing 100. Soon. Moving from a comic podcast to playing a comic game. Yeet, yeet. So, uh, Jonathan Hickman kicked off his run with House of X. Yep. And House of X and Powers of Ten are both longer comics. They're both 40 plus pages, which was fantastic. Yeah. And I actually kind of felt the length... And House of X, not that it was bad. Wow, see, I only, I felt the length in power. And power, dude, I was just so wow, really? happy to be reading the second issue. You wow, know what I mean? Yeah. And I just like when it was over, I was like, oh shit, I'm done. First one was I didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like it. I, mean, really dragged I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I know what you yeah. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. But man, this, oh my god, dude, he legit is changing the landscape of everything as we know it in X Men. Like hundred percent. There are so many characters that are not present yet that I don't know when they're coming or if even if they are coming in these series and right? confirmations on no mega levels yeah i love that the oh man the confirmations of the uh, confirmations of the omega levels happens in house of x and it confirms every omega level we've already known and it adds two more that fans have been for fucking years now saying these two have to be omega level how are they not it adds aurora monroe storm and magneto Whoop. As Omega level. And it's like, come on, how are they not Omega yeah. level? They have to be. Like, who else is touching this, like, yeah. that weather? They have know, to be. And that magnetism. I was so and happy. And of course, uh, Franklin Richards. And thanks for tuning in. We're done. And it's the end that's of the episode. It. Reality warping, baby. That's how you end it. I hate him I've so been here much. for billions of years, and I will be here for billions after. He's trash. God, that was so annoying. Mm. <laughs> Fucking history it. of Marvel. I loved it. <laughs> oh, man. When I first read that, I thought it was Reed. Mm. And then you pointed out that it was Franklin. I was like, man, now I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you think Mr. Fantastic out there floating in space with Galactus? Come on, fam. And it wasn't even like loving it. It was just like, oh, this is cool. But then you're like, it's, it's Franklin. And I was like, oh, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> it was cool, but no, oh he sucks. Oh, my God. Sucks. Just accept why people shouldn't hate Franklin so Dude, much. he made Galactus his pet. He's a bitch. He created Galactus. We didn't. He could if he wanted to. Yeah, sure he could. Yeah, he could create fucking anything. He's nah, Franklin fucking nah, Richards. Nah, 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 nah. 
And we get a little bit of a, a hint of him in this, too, that we'll get to, which was, like, very minor, which really annoyed me. I was like, ah, fucking great. We got to hear about him. He's going to be here oh at some point. Oh, my God. So on that page that lists all the Omega Level Mutants, at the very bottom of it, it says that the prime objective right now of all mutant kind and of Krakoa, their new land that they live in, is the protection and fostering of Omegas. I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. Like, their number one priority is don't let anything happen to the Omegas. I was like, okay, that's they badass. Key. They are key. That's badass. So this starts off with Professor X birthing some mutants from like these pods. See, and that makes sense for powers too. That ties into the man machine. So I think he yeah. is. Man. Yeah. And it's we don't know who they all are. We know that one of them is Cyclops and one of them is Jean Grey. But we clearly see three, and I'm not positive who the third one is. I didn't recognize that. They haven't said. Mm-mm. But it's very clear that it's Cyclops and Jean Grey, or Jean Grey, who has now been has gone back to her old attire, her original attire and her original name of Marvel Girl, which I don't like. I've never liked that. It, it, it's always weird after she stopped being called Marvel Girl that she was like the only one that didn't have a code name. Like her real name is Jean Grey and everyone just called her Jean. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like, and then she was Phoenix for a while and they called her Phoenix after yeah. she was back from that or whatever. But yeah, Marvel Girl I think is a stupid name and I hate the outfit, especially just coming off the heels of X-Men Red, which a lot of people apparently hated that. And I thought it was the best look she's ever fucking had. I love the X-Men Red look. I don't know what she looks like. She wore like all red with like this blue armor and people kind of hated it. Hmm. Is that the one that you wear in your... It, yep, oh. Future fight, uh, yeah. I not, love that it's shit. Not bad. It's, it's not bad. So it's not as cool as the Phoenix, but I mean, yeah. it's cool. And then we get, uh, throughout the issue, Jean Grey at different points is, well not different points, at one point she is bringing mutants to Krakoa. While this is going on, we get these four, or is it three? Four, three. Three what? or four humans. Oh, the ambassadors? Yeah, the ambassadors that are coming uh, to Krakoa. Three. It was supposed to be four, but one of them didn't show up. You're right. So we get three ambassadors that come to Krakoa, and they're supposed to be getting, like, have a meeting with Professor X, and he's supposed to show them around. Mm-hmm. When they get and they there, were in uh, Jerusalem. Yeah, they're, Jerusalem. They're like the Jerusalem branch of mm-hmm. Krakoa, because Krakoa has these portals that can teleport them and take them around to all these different areas. Anywhere, yeah. so Anywhere that they have their gates up, they yep. can go to. That's so freaking dope, dude. And these ambassadors show up, and Magneto, or Professor X isn't there. They're greeted by two of the three Cuckoo sisters, who are clones of okay, Emma so Frost. Okay, so you know them? Yeah, they're clones of Emma Frost. Okay. I was yeah. wondering why, I was like, why do you look familiar, but I don't know your names. Yeah, they're Cuckoo sisters. So they have, like, they're all telepaths. Yeah. So they greet them. And then fucking Magneto shows up to be their tour guide. Of all people, like the one mutant you probably don't want to show up, have show up be your tour guide, is Magneto. Yeah. And then he tells them straight up, call me ambassador. <laughs> He's like, I'm supposed to be Professor X. He's like, or Xavier. He's like, please, he has other things to deal with right now. <laughs> call me ambassador. I was like, oh, oh Magneto. Woo! I love him. Eric Lensher, I think that's how you say his last name. Lensher or Lesher. Magneto. God, he's so dope. So he's dope. one of my favorites. He's awesome. I love him. I've always liked him. When he's a straight villain, he's my favorite villain in all of comics, but he's never like just a straight villain. There's always something going on other than just villainy with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's always kind of toeing that line. He's just dope. I he's love him. so cool. Yeah. And no, I love that they have this like, X-Force inspired look in this with the all white, with the oh, gray. Man. Everyone's oh. outfit in this. More often than not, is money, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, Professor X... It's, dude, he it, looks dope. I want to hate it. it looks like he looks a bubble sinister. head, but it's dope. It's yeah. slim. I don't know. It's I, love it's, that he's, I think it's because he cut up. He's always wearing Cerebro. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. always wearing it. Yeah. Always full powered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, because that's what he needs. Yeah. I just don't like that he's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't like show uh, handy capabilities. You know what I mean? You've got to be able to 
thought this is the Pay X-Men. Respects. I thought this is the X-Men. We're supposed to like be for everything here. That's what I'm saying. Like that showed some people like, oh man, they like pay respects to the handicapped people. Like they're handicapped people. They deserve that, dude. I mean, that's, I can. I know you're you're being facetious right now, but I can honestly see how that's true. like true. No, yeah, yeah, it's like true. it's really cool. I am joking, but it's like it it's like true. it's a cool thing for people that are like handicapped. Yeah, that they have being have in a wheelchair, it's like Professor X is one of the most powerful mutants. Yeah, exactly, and fucking leads the whole team. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. He's awesome. And then, uh, but then they take it away from us. Then <laughs> they just snatch it from you. And we do have we have one panel which I loved. It's only one panel of Wolverine in this whole issue. And it's when Dream brings the kids and they're Who's playing over with, there them. with the hairy guy. Yeah. And then he's just playing with kids. That's it. It's like, all right, yeah. cool. So we're not focused on Wolverine. Thank God. We don't need that again. We get it every time. Let's focus on everybody, not yeah. just one person. Like, what are we, the Fox universe? Come on. <laughs> I mean, when you have Hugh Jackman running. I mean, it. Yeah. true. When you have the perfect when, person. I was about to say, when someone just, just straight nailed that performance. When Wolverine is actually born in the physical form and you can watch him, <laughs> you kind of got to focus 100%. on him. 100%. I mean, he did great too, but still. He's okay. Decent at best. See, I agree with you there. At best. Uh, I think his worst performance was probably Logan. Easily. And worst movie, too, in the whole Fox uh, universe. Yeah, I think his best performance was Origins. The best movie is Last Stand, though. Yes. Best movie, Last Stand. Best performance, Origins. For sure. Worst performance, Logan. Worst movie, Logan. And worst movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. And if you're still listening, we're we're joking. joking. Yes, if you're still listening. We're joking. That was all reversed. Or if you're that one person that agrees with everything we said, fuck Stop you. listening right now. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. You're not you. our audience. Fuck you. We don't even want your one view. <laughs> yeah. Get out. You can dislike stuff, but you're just a fool. <laughs> it's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's a fact. So throughout this whole issue, there are these there are these pages. There are these white panel pages that have like exposition. And this is yeah, they had words on them, so I skipped it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm no only pictures. In for the pictures. Next one. I'm only in for the pictures. <laughs> and they explain sort of. What's going on? Like, they give you a clue into what's going on. Professor X has created Krakoa, mm-hmm. which is the land the mutants live in now. It's like a nation. And they show you where it is. It's like off the coast of Australia in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And it's like this entire island now that they have. And the island breaks off into points, too. House of M, mm-hmm. House of yep. X, a couple other different names. It's areas. really cool. It's mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of areas, but Magneto has his own area, which is, of course, called House of M. <laughs> Xavier of has his area, which is, of course, called House of X. I need that series. Yeah. House of M. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Bro, if this was three series going on at once, I'd be... Magneto's so dope. But they, uh, these pages tell you about this flower that is produced in Krakoa. And to mutants, it does like very little. It doesn't do a whole lot. But for humans, it has like three different properties that it can do. One is it can extend their life by five years. And I don't remember the other two. When did they mention that? Was that in one of the pages? Yeah, it's in one of the uh, white panel pages. Um, they've like broken it down and created pills out of it. And one, it like extends oh, their life for five years. Oh, that's why pharmaceutical people want the yeah. medicine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay, because the first opening of this book was like, it was starting out, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going down like a year, month, Yeah, month, you're right. Month, that's month, right, yeah. All these different mutants grabbing this grabbing flower. Grabbing the flower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like And then led us to Jerusalem where they were trying to meet the, yep. have the, you know, talk to Professor X, try to get help with uh, like what's going on with this, like this mm-hmm. new country coming yeah. out of nowhere. And a new sovereign nation? Yeah. What are you talking about? You don't have your own place. But oh, and they have this Kill because all, you know? uh, Geno- or Genosha, which was the old like mutant sovereign crown, has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. So in the wake of that, they have formed. Well, Professor X pretty much has formed Krakoa. Is Genosha the one that Magneto made? Mag- yeah, it's like okay. the place he formed. Well, not formed, he founded. Like it was already an area. That's the one they actually did in uh, Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they uh, these flowers get broken down into pill and made into pills. And one of the effects is one of the pills can extend a human's life by five years. Another one will rid them of any illness. Is what it was. I thought you said you forgot the other two. No, I remember that one, and, oh, I, and oh. I, I don't remember what the third one was, okay. unfortunately. But the pharmaceutical industry 
wants these pills, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. And this is the bargaining tool that Professor X is using to get the United Nations and all these countries to agree to accept Krakoa into the United Nations and like in exchange a, for officially him. make them a, mm-hmm. a, a country mm-hmm. in exchange for this medicine. And I was like, oh, that's smart. Kind of devious. Like, doesn't seem Professor X like. Yeah. Very intelligent, though. Yes. Smart move. Very smart move. Smart move. Because this is not a negotiation. <laughs> I'm just saying it's As not. Magneto As says. Magneto As says. It is not a negotiation, Woo. And then we also get a little look to see what Mystique, Sabretooth, and Toad are doing. Yeah. And they're trying to steal some kind of, like, some kind of data, some information. Yep. I don't think they revealed it. No, they don't reveal what it is. They're trying to kill, steal some kind of data. And they did the smart thing of taking Sabretooth with them on a covert mission. Oh, of course. That's just the best person. He's very uh, level-headed. Very level-headed. Very cool. Very, <laughs> does very well under pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. that you can count on in a pinch. <laughs> just very well under pressure. Yes, man. Perfect description of Sabretooth. Yep. Victor Creed is Captain Calm. That's what he is. Okay. So, of course, this kind of breaks down and doesn't go right, and they get found out. So, Sabretooth kills a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> and uh, blames them for being squishy. Yeah, but yeah, it's their fault. Yeah, it's their fault. They're weak. And I love that Mystique is back to, like, the more traditional classic look. Oh, I love, love the, the look with the white yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. God, I love Mystique. Raven is so fire. Cool. Raven Darkholm. And I love the new design they have for Toad, too. I like that yeah. a lot. It's not, uh, it's not as uh, displeasing. Yeah, it's not it's as displeasing. On the eyes. And it's not as amphibious. Yeah. He looks more humanoid. Yeah. Like, I like that. He looks like a Cro-Magnon as green, essentially. Yep. I liked it. And he's uh, super intelligent, as he always is. But as they're trying to escape, the fucking Fantastic Four show up. I'm like, where are y'all going? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think you're doing here? Yeah, what, what, do, you, what yeah. do you think y'all are going? Johnny and uh, Ben mm-hmm. roll up on him. And so they section off Sabretooth. Mystique and Toad end up getting away. Yeah. But they capture Sabretooth. And then a portal opens, and fucking Cyclops comes out of it. And he's like, hey. Nice little reunion between them. Yeah, they have a little reunion. Sue and Between Reed, uh, Sue uh, and Reed yeah. and um, Ben and Johnny. Cyclops' is name. Scott. Scott. Scott Summers. Can I oh. forget the, the name of the one I, I like the least? <laughs> but they had actually liked him in this, uh, in this little scene with them. Oh, yeah. I like how he came off. I, I was like, like oh, it's not this too. typical shitty Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I love his design. That's really cool looking. But he shows up and he's like trying to call Amnesty on them or trying to institute amnesty to get Sabretooth and like are you fucking serious for this guy like you really want him back yeah, he's like he's a mutant he's family he's one of us I was like oh fuck like it's definitely a different guard. it's a changing of the guard because now all mutant kind is like we're all family mm-hmm. we all matter and they're like but he's, all mutants matter he's like he's fucking Sabretooth and they're all uh, and then he's like did you really think that we were gonna be beaten and pushed down and told we're less than for all of our time for all of our lives and then never do anything about it? Never fight back? And they're like, no. And he's like, you have no idea what that's like. I'm like, well, yeah, we know. And he's like, it's fine. We'll work it out. You, you can take him, but we'll work it out, and we'll get him back. And they're like... And of course, Sabretooth's like, what the fuck, Summer? Yeah, Sabretooth's like, the fuck are you still leaving me with him? He's like, nothing to do about it. Sorry, big guy. And then he turns around to leave, and he's like, by the way, say hi to your son for me. And tell Franklin he's got a family. He's got a family waiting for him when he's ready. And he like walks mm. off, and then we get like a panel of Reed and Sue's hands are like clenched in fists as Cyclops mm. is walking away. And I was like, "Oh, that was a baller line. Mm. <laughs> that was a baller way to end that little Did you get that conversation." Boy this, is, this is broken. Yeah, and he's an Omega level. So. Yeah, reality manipulator. He's the only one on the list. Does they have all their associations? There were two that were an unknown association. They just don't know what they are, and one that was human, and it was Franklin. Everybody else was Krakoa. They were all mutant associated. Mm-hmm. There's only three Omegas they don't have with them right now, and they know where Franklin is. So they obviously want him. Mm, of sucks. course. It's going to be a pivotal broken, point dude. in this series. He's a piece of shit. 
It's oh probably my gonna God, be stop hating on probably him. Probably gonna be what re- like uh, is the resolution for whatever horrible thing is gonna happen. Franklin's gonna change it. That's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, dude. He's a piece of shit. It's essentially like what Adam Warlock did in Infinity Wars, dude. Come on. I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> but Adam Warlock's interesting. No. Franklin's trash. He's he lives kid. in a soul world. He's not interesting. He's boring. <laughs> Franklin is a god. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to make me mad. And then we also get a look into what the humans are doing right now. Uh. And they are off in space at some place called... Orcus. Orcus. The Orcus Protocol. The Orcus Protocol. To access the forge. And yeah, and they're accessing the forge. And they have like this bit of exposition explaining that this is going to be like the last hope for humanity. They have put this in motion years and years ago when they thought that it was possible that Homo Superior, which was what the mutants are, could rise up and become the predominant and dominant uh, species on Earth. Mm-hmm. So they put like a failsafe in there to like help them out. And essentially they're like starting a new way for the humans to live, a new place for them to be is what it seems like. Yep. And in, in the Orcus is the Forge. And at the heart of the Forge is the fucking head of Master Mold, the creator of all the Sentinels. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this why is not, not going to be good for yeah, the mutants. Why not? <laughs> and they also refer to Master Mold as a her. And I could have sworn that Master Mold was always referred to as a he, even though it's like it's a machine, so it doesn't have a gender classification. Yeah. It's the first time I've heard that it called a she. Like they said her. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. 2019, dude. It's like a little, program. little bit of thing, yeah. That's cool. And they have an android that's like helping the humans out too. Mm-hmm. That I don't know who the character is. Nope. Never seen this character before, but it's a female looking android. And she's like, I, I don't know. She's a liaison. Yeah. But I don't really know what she does. No, they didn't really specify too many details. I mean, they obviously had to get certain things done in their tech. They kept mentioning, like, mm-hmm. make sure we get this up and running, make sure we can get this, this, and this, get it back to the people on Earth. Mm-hmm. But they didn't say what their main mission no, was. No, they didn't. Yeah. That's like, it leads me to believe they're trying to create, like, a new place for humans while also having a contingency plan to wipe out the mutants. Well, they said this Master was going Earth. to give them the edge in something. They wanted yeah. an advantage. Like, I'm sorry, you don't have an advantage when you have, when you're fighting mutants. I don't think that humans realize how fucking. Well, the only way to advantage is the Sentinels. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's from true. Master Mold. It's the only way. And they also say, this, this describe or explain how Orcus came to be. And Orcus came to be the Orcus Protocol from all these groups banding together, like S.H.I.E.L.D., AIM, HYDRA, all these different groups banded together to create this. And there's a certain percentage of each group's like top-level people that are in the Orcus Protocol. And I was like, man, that's fucking cool. So it's literally like every human group is banded together. It's like, it really is humans versus mutants. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, fuck, man. All that war is about to happen. Yeah, definitely about to happen. And the human's about to get waxed. <laughs> and then after we get all of that, uh, they also have something that I'm not remembering completely that explains uh, there were these three points of when they knew Orca's Protocol need to go in effect. And they all reached those points and Orca's Protocol went into effect. And that's why they're there now at okay. the Forge. And then uh, it goes back to Magneto giving the, the walk around, giving the, um, the tour. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to deliver his hard ass lines, but first he has uh, one of the Cuckoo sisters like read all of their minds and tell him why they're really there. And pretty much all of them are plants except for one of them who already is game. Like yeah, he's just pharmaceutical. Down. Guy. Yeah, we're just yeah. down. We're doing it. We're in. No we're matter what you say, we're in. Yeah. yeah. And another one was a plant. Not even like like uh, they they did already came in here knowing they weren't going to do it, but now knowing that everybody else is going to do it, doesn't want to do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, and then well, someone else that's is resisting, doing we're, a really good job. Yeah. Of uh, like he has a her. gun. Do you want me to do anything? And of course, like Magneto's He's like, like, nope, no. I got this. <laughs> He's like, I hate it when wolves try to hide the sheep, but I know you all. 
you're all wolves. With such a hard mm. line, dude. Woo. God, Magneto is so gangster. It's, I guess, good to see Magneto's just utter hatred of humanity is still intact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, at, le- but like at least him. he's on the good side, I think. I mean, I always hope. hard to tell. Yeah, I mean... We hope this is... A, like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we don't know what's going don't on know, yet. Dude. We hope. But then, yeah, he gets to deliver that baller line, and then he gets to tell them all that, oh, like... Oh, man. You, you love your symbolism almost as much as you love your religion. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you have new gods now. And just over his like, shoulder. Oh, my. Yeah, just over his shoulder. Sunset <laughs> in the background. I mean, the scene couldn't have been <laughs> no, better. No, he was... Oh, he my planned God. the fuck out of that. <laughs> I love Magneto. Magneto's so <laughs> it's fucking so awesome. It's so awesome. So he tells them that The all-white looks great on him, too. I prefer that to the purple and red. Or magenta. Yeah. The magenta and red, no, or like magenta that. and purple. Yeah, right? yeah. No, like, I, I like, like that look, like but this is way better. Yeah, I like it because I'm a. It, it's that's classic. Just what I've known. Yeah, yeah. This is but I better. definitely like the all white dude. No, so yeah. fresh, blonde hair, man. It, He's always blonde. It blonde. gives more duality to him, right? Because to Magneto, everything is black and white. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good way to look. I've at always like that. Yeah. yeah, everything's magenta and uh, purple to Magneto. Mm-hmm. Everything. So. And Magenta, then, Magneto. I mean, everything's <laughs> oh making sense. <laughs> <laughs> Andy uh, Serkis directing Venom that, 2. That <laughs> has to be why they chose that color. That'd be hilarious. Oh, Andy Serkis. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. So then that's pretty much, excuse me, that's pretty much where this issue comes so close, right? Is Magneto's close? That's like one that of the closing moments. That was the last line. Yeah. I, was yeah, say, I thought yeah, that was the closing the moment. Line. Yeah. And then there's some other, um, I want to say those are like some other explanations of in this, like the in the panel pa- or the white pages of like what's going on through this, mm-hmm. but they don't honestly throughout this whole issue give you enough to really know what's what's happening, what's going to move happening move forward. No, and they mentioned like uh, what is going to happen moving forward. One of the uh, humans that was there trying to uh, read one of the walls, like what is that? And then you hear a voice in the background, mm-hmm. and it's like this just gibberish, and it's Magneto, and he's like, uh, when they get here, when all mutants get here, we imprint it print this language into their mind and they automatically know how to speak it. And they're like, what? You created your own language? Well, of course. I can't create a culture without a language. It's yep. where it all starts. I was like, oh my God, that's yeah, so So they dope. made it their own language that anyone, yeah. any mutant will know. And you can't even enter the portals if you're not a mutant. And if that. you're accompanied by one, you still need permission yep. to bring them in. Ask so a human can't even walk into nope, those things. Can't even get and in of there. course, as humans should be worried, and I get it, to the degree of you have, where humans see a easy way to transport an army without exactly within seconds and that's just, the big like, and that's the big and that's an advantage he's yeah. like and magneto's like well where you see that i see refuge mm-hmm. i see a safe haven from humans mm-hmm. like and that's fucking awesome yeah dude yeah. magneto's so dope i'm gonna say that about 50 times that's it's but yeah so now the mutants have their own land trying to make it a country they have their own fucking language mm-hmm. and magneto also mentions that they're all telepathically linked now too yeah i was like oh my god yeah. so they can always communicate with each other and they communicate in their own language mm-hmm. that's so fresh dude and they show a moment earlier where forge the character and i can't remember the other character that's with him they show um when marvel girl is bringing people back uh god i forget they actually have a character named forge and then they talk yeah. about the forge yeah what the fuck yeah uh Forge is like a technopath. Yep. And he's like, he's near Omega level, but he's not. They actually explain when they explain the Omega level stuff, why Magneto's Omega level and someone like Forge isn't. And it's because an Omega level is someone to top of that in a certain power yeah. class. Yeah. Nothing can be exponentially more powerful than you. And Forge, while he is like extremely powerful, there have already been instances of even just humans that are 
more powerful technopaths than he is. Mm-hmm. So that's why he would not be. Whereas Magneto, there is no one more powerful in with the like manipulation of magnetism than him. It's impossible. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Same thing with Storm with weather manipulation. Yep. Same thing nothing. with fucking Jean Bob. Grey. And Bobby with fucking with ice absolute zero. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, my God. That's dude. what they called it. Ooh, absolute no zero. one gets colder than what Bobby no, does in Mutant. It's impossible because no. he reaches the absolute peak of absolute yes, zero. It's that's unreal. insane, dude. Unreal. Unreal. And then Jean Grey with uh, telepath. Uh, telep- being a telepath. Mm-hmm. She's an omega-level telepath. And in order to be considered the omega-level telepath, because there's only one, See, what did they classify nothing X can surpass then? her. He's not omega-level. Never has been. How? Yeah. He's because he's not the most powerful telepath. Jean Grey is. Huh. Jean Grey is the most powerful telepath in all of Marvel. But I thought he was classified as something else, though. Mm, he's just the he's leader. Not, how's that he's just super intelligent. Sense? Yeah, but he's like, his, his reality was... I mean, Cere- I'm almost positive with Cerebro, it makes him on that level. Okay. Because it links him with all mutants. He can see them all at all times yeah, and yeah. speak to them. That's but true. Jean doesn't need that shit. No. She just is. I don't think... <laughs> she's not there right now, though. In this series, it makes me think that she's not... The they haven't really delved into it, but they're already classifying her as a mega level. Yeah, I mean, that was in the panel. Yeah. That's true. And I love when she first shows up with the kids, her and Professor X have that little mind speak. It's like, good to see you again, Marvel Girl. And you're like, safe oh, thank here. Thank you. Yeah, and you are safe here. And she's like, I know. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then they have, um, yeah, they mentioned that you can't, no one can even come in without fucking permission. Humans can't come in, period, unless they have permission. Yeah. And if you're a mutant, you need permission still. So they show Forge and someone else down there. And like, uh, Krakoa itself, it seems, is speaking. And it's saying like, you know, seven. Like, seven beings coming through, and it lists the names of all the people coming in. And uh, she's like, does that sound right to you, Forge? She goes, yep, that checks out. And there's, like, this part of Krokoa that's, like, all these weird-looking eyes. And Forge, you find out in this one little panel, has... He is the one that's, like, shaped everything and created this, like, algorithm in this program for it all to run. He's the one that's, like... Helping institute all of it. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. so, yeah, because he's a technopath. That's cool. So technology is his deal. Okay. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Got a little bit of Ford sprinkled in there for a second, even though, like, you know, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> he's in that, like, one little Not part. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's just the way for them to, like, give some expo- exposition and explain this is how it's happening. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the first issue of House of X. I thought it was really fucking good, man. Yeah. I love all the designs, especially Magneto and, uh, Magneto and Mystique were my two favorite designs. Mm-hmm. I, th- I love Press Rex. He looks cool. Fucking hate Marvel Girl. Like, I'm a massive Jean Grey fan. I like the green and yellow. But I don't... I just, uh, as compared to her other previous designs, this is my least favorite she's ever had. No, no. I don't like it. I love Cyclops' design. I don't like Cyclops, but his design looks cool. Yeah. Like, the artwork for this was really fucking cool. And I love the way that it's being written. Sabretooth looked very traditional. Yeah, very traditional. I like his traditional look. I really mm-hmm. like it. I love the way this is being written, too. Like, yeah. how it's... They have the panels, like they have a normal comic, and they have like the things in between that are explaining all this stuff. Like, man, I really like how they're Jonathan Hickman's writing the series. Yeah, seriously, check this out. Dude, it's so fucking good, mm-hmm. dude. so good. And, and I love that, ha- that it ties into something else that you like. That essentially, you, you need yeah, the, yeah. their companion. And they have these. Uh, they pinpointed on the. We're getting six issues each, and they pinpointed three important. If you, for some reason you don't get around to reading these, you read three powers of three. Correct. No, it's House Two, Powers. Oh, House Two Five or no House Two. Then I think Powers Three and then House Five. I think is what it is. I thought one was the end one, last one. Oh, then, six, then it's House Six. Okay. Is what it was. Yeah, it's two House and one Powers, but one of them is House Two, mm-hmm. which is the next thing coming out. Actually, by the time this, yeah, by the time, time this comes out, this. it has just come out. Yeah. yeah, it'll come out on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, those are the three issues that apparently, like, the biggest moments happen. Like, you need to know these issues to follow the six series that are going to come after this. Mm-hmm. So, those are going to be really important. And then, 
we get to powers of ten, and it, and it's supposed to follow it immediately, but there's it, it kind of doesn't. I mean, it does in one aspect one where Mystique reveals, does. like yeah. they give the data. We still don't find out what it is, nope. but we get the the reveal of her bringing that to Magneto. Magneto, mm-hmm. and of course she wants compensation. It's Mystique, so of course she's like, she's I, like need I need more than what you're going to give me. Give me. <laughs> what, a safe haven and a place to live? Like she's you, like, no, not really. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want to do? And then, of course, she gets interrupted from behind, and it's Professor X. Mm-hmm. And then he just, you know, give it to me. <laughs> zeep, zeep, zeep. Yeah. Puts his fingers to his, to head, his head and summons and it to does, him. That's what he does. That's his power. Just boop, boop. Professor X move. You know when the fingers go to the forehead mm-hmm. of the temple? It's done. That's why Cyclops is team leader, and he's his favorite, because they both do the they same thing. They both do the same yeah. thing. Exactly. exactly. He's, he's like, I see myself in you. <laughs> We're so alike. We do the fingers. We're so alike. <laughs> but then uh, she lays his line back on him, and... She's like, well, I got this for you. Isn't that enough? And he was like, safety is never enough or something like that. Like, mm. he, she relays it back to him, and he's like, bitch, I'm fucking Professor X. Yeah, do you not know who I is? <laughs> but when this series, uh, this issue opens with these, the panels of going through time, right? Uh, this one was, the very first one was uh, Professor Xavier's face. Yeah. And then a face that we don't know, mm-hmm. looking a little more futuristic army mm-hmm. and the third one is what we now know as Nimrod, Nimrod. and then the fourth one was with called blue, Ascension because yeah, it, it was year one mutants year ten mutants year, year 100, 100 and, year 1, and then 1000 yep. mm-hmm. and then year 1000 is Ascension it's a blue dude yeah no idea who that is yeah no idea and then it gives us an early speak of year one mutant uh, year one X-Men and it was a Professor Xavier at a little festival That's walking right. around and stuff like that and he's like really having a good time. I actually hate how fucking this, how it was drawn in this. I hated really? Professor. It looked old Professor timing. X looked fucking stupid. Really? Did you yeah. see his little like warped face? To God, it looked, <laughs> it just looked awful. And they have him sitting there and he's really enjoying himself. You know, he's seen, it's a place that you would think that Professor Xavier wouldn't be having that much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a woman comes down and starts having a little bit of a conversation who, with him. I believe it was supposed to be uh, Mora McTaggart, who is the love interest in the, like later on in Professor X's life. That's his love interest. Until she is dies. She and then he gets with the Shi'ar Empress. She have powers? No, she's human. And I'm confused she's on the whole thing then. Why? Because she's like, you know who I've known. He, she knew who he was and then mm-hmm. said, read my mind. You know why? She said, read my mind. Yeah. For him to read her mind. He can read her mind. She can't read his mind. No, I know. She said, read. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. How would she know him if she's from the future? Yeah, I'm confused of what. she doesn't have powers. Of, what, of what's going on. Because, the, I mean, they've always had history together. So I don't know, like, what that scene's supposed to mean. But I think it's supposed to be more... Because uh, he didn't know who she was until yeah. he read her mind. I thought it was supposed to be Gene at first. I was like, looks nothing like fucking Gene, yeah. though. And I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be more a McTaggart. What if it's Mystique? But, I mean, yeah, easily could have been. Yeah, easily could have been. But then he's like, read my mind. He's like, oh. Yeah. And then we just go to the next thing. And we never come and back to that. And we don't come back yeah. to that. So I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Powers of two. <laughs> Powers of two. Yeah, right? And it's going to have to be. And then after that's when we get into Mystique coming back with the uh, mm-hmm. the data. And then it moves on from that into what is going to be pretty much just the rest of the issue, right? With all majority with of all way, future it, stuff, it was a hundred. It goes to year one hundred for a while, and then year one thousand. When year one thousand was the closeout. Yeah, yeah. So then after this, we go to year one hundred, where we see uh, some brand new characters that we've never seen before. One of them is named. Um, that one's called War. Who? Uh, year one hundred was War. Year one hundred War. Yeah. Okay. One of them is called um, the New Mutants. Is called Rasputin, mm-hmm. and the other one that's with her was called Cardinal. Mm-hmm. That's just what they called it. So. Rasputin is quite clearly from design, obviously, a part of the Rasputin family, which Colossus and Magic, his sister, are a part I of. I mean, just from her top and how her skin looked and the yeah. eyes. She had the white eyes. She had like what looked like metallic skin. Yeah, and she had like, a, a very clearly a metallic arm, yeah. and she had the big limbo sword that fucking Magic carries around. I think her, she was whole metallic. Like, her whole thing was just oh, like was Colossus. Oh, was she? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. And then also, Cardinal looked 
clearly like a descendant of Azazel and Nightcrawler. Yeah, clearly. I mean, his little gloves and his. Uh, I didn't get. They didn't show his hands, but that would have been a dead giveaway. Yeah, oh, yeah, for the sure. Three toes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's two other mutants with them whose names I don't remember. Um, Killa was one, right? Or was it Quake or Quero? What was it? Oh, Choir. Choir, Choir or something. And yeah, who's obviously a descendant of Kid Omega, just yep. from the name. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember what the other one was, but one of them gets captured. Choir gets killed. Though, when we didn't realize until we looked at it earlier, uh, the one that got captured looked exactly like the, the android, android from on House. House. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. back then. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, but it's not because it's they did explain. No, it's, the person that was with Nimrod. Yes. Looks like that android, right? No. Was it the capture? Well, they explained. I how, thought it was the one they explained that got how that captured person came to be existing. And anyways. that was her. That's why it was convinced. It was one AI. of those, yeah. the, the black brain telepaths, or whatever they called them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were created by Nimrod to infiltrate the mutants. But the problem was a bunch of them ended up sympathizing with the mutants because they were mutants themselves. Yeah. And they turned on the human mm-hmm. uh, machine, the, hum, the man machine that's uh, what they call it, yeah. coalition. Mm-hmm. They turned on them. And that was one of them. So then Nimrod's going to break her back down. Dude, Nimrod, first off, was beast mode in this shit, dude. Yeah. I love his demeanor. And he's like, nice. He's so apologetic, yeah. but so sinister. Yeah. It honestly reminded me of like Thanos really? from like the MCU. Yeah. yeah. It's just, he felt what he was doing was worthy and noble and he had to go do it, but he felt bad. And I was like, fuck, man. Nimrod's, like, Nimrod's never been as badass as it was in this. It was so dope. That was cool. And it was just of all characters, Nimrod. I've always hated the name, loved the design, loved the character, but his name I mean, is That first panel still made me think that, like, Professor X is Nimrod. His name is Nimrod, which means dumb. Yeah, well, it's called, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you, his, what was his fucking moniker? It was Nimrod the Lesser? Yeah, Nimrod the Lesser, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm pretty sure Nimrod was created by, I could be wrong here, I'm pretty sure Nimrod was created by Master Mold, and it was, like, a failed attempt at a Sentinel. So he's like not as good as a sentinel, but Nimrod he's ends up being very powerful. Hundred years later, motherfucking running shit. <laughs> yeah, he's still around running stuff, running the show. And humans so, have like come to pay fealty by yeah, the ones that captured him. Exactly. Like, what yeah. is, they think Nimrod's gonna be the savior. The humans are like the specific ones were called hunters. They like hunters. hunt mutants. And then down. they're hounds, the ones that they were they captured. Yeah, the ones that they captured were hounds, yeah. So Rasputin and Cardinal are trying to rescue someone who has been uh well, they broke into this area to, to steal some stuff, and we don't know what it was or why. Mm-hmm. And as they're leaving, they get ambushed by the human and, and the machines. Mm-hmm. And like they've tracked them down. And they end up killing, I believe, the, the choir uh, descendant. Mm-hmm. And then they capture another one, and Rasputin like, has to just leave them. She's not wanting to. She many Gone. times is like, no, refusing. Yeah, like, Car- I'm not being I a will- coward like you, Cardinal. Yeah, I'm not a coward like you. And then she straight up tells the one that tells her leave, like, I will die trying to save you. I'm saying, He's machines like, don't have souls and humans lost theirs a long time ago. Yeah, dude, that was a hard one, too. Mm-hmm. Rasputin's dope as fuck, dude. And like, dude, they're blasting her with all this shit and it's just bouncing off. She's, She's just saying, running through. This is through. what I was made for. Yeah. Admi- acknowledging what something to maybe Professor uh, X mm-hmm. Uh, was doing with his uh, Krakoa and Possibly. also something that Nimrod mentioned where they said they use these AI. They're not real. None of these people are real. Those mm-hmm. mutants right there, they were, they're not, they were man-made. They oh, were, yeah, they yeah. Were they were That's created. They were created. Yeah. They so were birthed. Yeah. 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 But they also explain... Um, it's crazy. So yeah, this whole thing happens. She's trying to save her and, and she can't. Mm-hmm. So then uh, the one mutant gets, uh, gets taken and then Cardinal and Rasputin have to flee. Like they open a portal to Krakoa and they flee and go away. And then we discover uh, this issue also has these pages in between the artwork that tells you exposition of what's going on. And we learned that Mr. Fucking Sinister, of all people, was, for some reason, entrusted. He, like, 
is a mutant, so he wanted to help the mutants out, and he was entrusted by Professor X and everybody else, like, help them. And they went to Mars, and he created this, like, breeding ground to breed more mutants so they could help them fight the war against the Human Machine Coalition. Mm-hmm. And his first batch had, like, a point some or, like, a 2% failure rate, and it was not a big failure rate. And they were pretty much mindless warriors, and they served their purpose. And he did four different batches of creating these mutants, and each time they had more and more X genes in them. So the first ones only had one X gene and one power set. The second ones had two more than one power set. And then they had more and more and more. And the more exchange he added, the more the failure rate kept going up. And these outlier failure rates were like not beneficial. They couldn't help them. And then they did the third, the third ones, all of their failures ended up being these passive aggressive beings that didn't want war. And they called all of them cardinals. So that's where Cardinal's from. Oh. He was one of those. That's why Rasputin says to him, yeah, "I'm not a coward. I'm like not a coward you. like oh. you are." And he was born to be a coward. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. Well, he, he was wasn't a de- born to he be was a, a coward. Defect. Yeah, yeah he was defect. a fail rate. And then the fourth one were all fucking Omega levels. They were all taken and spliced with Omega level genes. And Rasputin is one of those. And they had a sixty percent failure rate. And their failure rate was that they were fucking traitors, and they turned on the mutants. And helped the humans win the war. And that's when Mr. Sinister defected from the mutant side, tried to go to the human side. And it says they publicly executed him. <laughs> Is that what it said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He turned on the humans and then – or he turned on the mutants and then the humans publicly, publicly executed him because he's a mutant. So his ultimate deception didn't even fucking work for him. Nope. He got killed. He got killed. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Sinister. I didn't read that part. Man. And I was like, holy fucking shit, awesome. dude. So Rasputin is part of the fourth. So she's an Omega level and I – don't believe she was a failure. She hates, yeah, I was about because to say. she's not against the mutants. She's yeah, helping them. She's helping them. Yeah, so she wasn't a failure. And then Nimrod references those failures too, because Nimrod obviously knew what Mister Sinister was doing. So obviously he knows somehow what Mister Sinister was doing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's how like he knows that. So Rasputin is supposed to be one of the good ones. We think at this moment. At this moment, that's yeah. all we can take. She yeah. seems like she is not one of the failure rates. Mm-hmm. She's one of the lucky forty percent, I guess. <laughs> but then they explain the population of mutants that are left. And there are still some mutants. I mean, on that one place, there were eight. Yeah. There's still some mutants left, but there are less than a collective 10,000 in the galaxy. And almost all of them, like 99% of them, live in Shi'ar space now. 2,000 of them live, or 8,000 of them, right? Yeah, live. It's like right below 8,000 live on the outskirts of Shi'ar space. That's like, the, and they are now become the bridge gap between the outer realm of space and the Shi'ar Empire's own space they own, like in actual outer space. And then a little less than 2,000 live inside the Shi'ar Empire, and they're pretty much just soldiers for the queen. Okay. And she hopes that they will be the ones that will help her turn the tide. And then fucking eight of them <laughs> live in this asteroid called Asteroid K. And when we see them, we clearly see Magneto and Wolverine and some Groot-looking tree creature yeah. are three of the eight. Yep. We don't know who the other ones are. Well, we know those three, then Rasputin and Cardinal, that's five. Oh, and then they said that one of them died and one of them got well, captured. They, oh, did they go in? That was them that went into the portal? Rasputin? Yeah, Rasputin and then went in the portal. Um, so there's one we don't know yet. Oh, we, we do know who it is. We just, we, we, we don't know who it is. We don't know her name, though. Uh, Talking about that one that got captured? No, yeah, yeah. So it's Wolverine, Magneto, the Groot-looking creature, Rasputin, Cardinal, then the one that died, the one got, that got captured, and there's one more. They lead you to believe it's Professor X mm-hmm. because Magneto, like when Rasputin and them show up, Magneto's like, he will see you or blah, 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 something uh, like that. But yeah. we don't know who the person is. It's just, I it's assume it's Professor X. It's Franklin. It could be Franklin too. But we don't know who the eighth one is on this asteroid. And after that, we go to year 1000 with the blue ascended being and this little 
robot flying around that this being calls Nimrod. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening in Year 1000? Nope. Yeah, the Nimrod is the machine. Yeah, the little yeah, machine yeah, that's yeah. flying around mm-hmm. with the blue person. Yeah. That I, I don't know and, who that and is. Once again, is if we're just going off, the, yeah, I was I gonna say, if we're going off the first thing, he was wearing... Uh, Cerebro, right? Yeah. yeah. He was wearing that and yeah. took it off and like started talking and mentioning like, well, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. What do we need to do to fix this kind of stuff like that? And of course... I mean, what do you do? What, what are we going to do, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a thousand years. It's a thousand years. Like, a thousand years. Seems like all mutants are dead now. Mm-hmm. And then he goes outside. I believe it's a he, right? The blue person's supposed to be a so. he? Yeah. Yes. He goes outside and it's like they're on Earth. It could have been androgynous, but I don't know. It could have sure. been, yeah. There's all this lush vegetation, but it's like grown over cities and stuff. And then we see a very Adam and Eve looking scene of a man, a naked man and a naked woman like emerging but from the But he says we trees. can't let them rise again. Yeah, we can't let like them the rise human. again. So I so think humans, like humans are, are all dead. Yeah, And they're restarting the population of humanity. With two people. Yeah. But we're all the mutants. Are they dead too? What happened? Like, we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. know. I've got to need this next what issue. What the fuck is happening right now, yeah. dude? I definitely need I more of I didn't even this. think about the whole Adam and Eve. That's what it, like, that's what it looked yeah. like for me. Start yeah. man, man and woman. Mm-hmm. But then when their kids have kids, then you have incest kids. You know, that stuff doesn't doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Need more than two. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it looked, uh, I don't know. So I don't know what's happened in year 1000. Yep. We I get def- very little information about very, year 1000. Yeah, it was the end. I'm assuming the next one's probably going to Hopefully, be... Hopefully. going to go yeah. more into it, yeah. I feel like uh, House, so far if I were to take off my first impressions, House is probably going to be the more driven, com- uh, current story oh, being absolutely told. absolutely it is, yeah. Powers is going to take place of those, maybe continue with those three things, the big, big moments, mm-hmm. and then House will give us those little details and what the big stuff yeah. is, like why this person's here, why this person's there, and then Powers is like, and this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. So we already kind of like know the ending, I guess. Yeah. It's year, like we go all the way to year 1000 and there's no more humans left yeah. and it doesn't seem like there's any other mutants. And even uh, the blue being the Ascension at one point said something to Nimrod along the lines of like, we saw this or we knew this would happen. Something yeah. like that. So this also leads me to believe that like this is the reason Franklin Richards is going to exist in this series is to prevent year 1000 and year 100. Okay. It's to alter reality, to make it not happen. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. Is that they're going to see this is their future and it's going to be changed. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. I hope not, but... I hope so. I hope not. Because I'll be I want to see the mad. Mr. Sinister years play out. I need Mr. Sinister. I love that dude. He's so evil. He's well, so you can dope. still get him. I know. I'm I mean, saying, you I got year... We didn't out. even see year 10. No, we didn't see any. Yeah, yeah. we saw like... No, uh, no, no. They... A panel of year 10 or something. It was very minimal. I think the war was year 10. And then it goes to year 100. No, it's No, 100. the war is year yeah, 100 with um, Nimrod. Mm-hmm. Year zero or year one. Year one was Professor X at the carnival. And I think they... Year, oh, year 10 is House of X. It goes year 10, and that's when Mystique is coming back. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Year 10 is where we were at. Yeah, okay. where House of okay. X is currently. Right. And then okay. year 100 is the war, and year 1000 right. is the ascension. Right. Year 10 is ca- current. Yeah. Current. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which it seems like House of X is only going to cover year 10. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, that's cool. That seems to be the big the big jump. Mm-hmm. Like the big thing that Yeah. The big that stuff sets that sets everything going. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that's what that's going to cover, and then Powers is going to cover like everything else, which is fucking cool. Just whenever you're ready. Waiting on you, big guy. I'm not. I'm waiting. You talk. Pull his phone out here, texting people like he doesn't oh, even care about the show anymore. Man, dude, let's do this. <laughs> like Stephen left and Josh is like, I don't care either. <laughs> but overall, no one's had the strength, nay, the nobility, nay, the nobility. Overall, I'm really digging this. Obviously, I unless it was I mean, he's an absolutely terrible. I was going to X Men, my favorite thing in comics. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> I hate that you like Rogue and Gambit aren't around, but I mean, I'm glad. I hope I they get killed. I year ten. <laughs> year ten. Merk them. Merk them. Uh, I'm we, glad they didn't put Rogue on there as uh, Omega level. I fucking hate you so much, dude. I'm just glad. She that should be. Makes it, she, she is. What? Ooh, I suck people's powers away. I, also, what would her power be? Like, what would her... I mean, power there's no one else. Then no one else has that. 
Someone on that, uh, Rachel Summers does. Oh, she's, she's the power absorption. Level? Yeah, she's wow. the middle of power absorption. So that's why I guess Rogue oh, so isn't. She's stronger than Rogue for power absorption. Yeah, oh, that's mm-hmm. uh, but it's—I I don't know if it's explained in the, in the in the same way in between the two of them. Like Rogue is a lot more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other also, one's like I've never lost control. You're weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to do it. I watched this video earlier today that was um, comics explained that was about Rogue, which I've usually those are pretty good. I've seen before, and I know the history of Rogue, my favorite character. Uh, but I forgot this one thing because it was retconned or everything, huh? changed. Uh, there was a period of time where they discovered that the reason Rogue could not control herself and her abilities was because every time she absorbed somebody, it put up new blocks in her mind that nerfed her ability. She couldn't. It, n- she wasn't ever able to fully progress in her mutant power. Oh. So Professor X fucking removed them all, and then Rogue was able to control everything. So when she absorbed something, she could choose to absorb someone's memories, their life force, their powers. She could choose what she wanted to do. So she was made pretty fucking overpowered for a little while there, and then they retconned and changed it, and like Mr. and Mrs. X was kind of getting back to that. In a way. She wasn't being able to choose, yeah. but then it's like she didn't got to touch she had you. She control. Yeah, she had control, and she don't got to touch you. She can just, <laughs> everyone in the room, Take mm-hmm. all their shit, but mm-hmm. she took everything at once. Mm-hmm. And I like that better for Rogue. I don't want her to be able to choose yeah, what she can that's take, starting to get But I like that. That gets too broken. Yeah. I, I like that she can doesn't have to touch them and she can control it. I like that yes, development. I like that. Her. Yeah. I like, like her to be able to touch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she I doesn't like have her to worry about to getting married. touched <laughs> if she's dying. Yeah. yeah. I want them to have kids, so Xandra's got someone to play with. Where's she at? Yeah, also, do you notice they mentioned Prince? Is there another? Because it said Princess Xandra in one of those. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Spell the exact same X A N D R A. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. That would be so re- fucking dope in the future is Xandra as a princess because she is the daughter of Professor X and the Shi'ar uh, Little Andra, which is the, the queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was mentioned that's that the Shi'ar Empire part. said yeah. Princess Xandra. Are you sure it said that? 100%. Dude, that's so that's why I freaked out. I was like, oh, wait, does that mean she is staying? Well, princess. She, technically, she'd be candy. Princess. She would be empress. So maybe her mom is still alive. Then her her, her mom would be the emperor, yeah. and she yeah, would be the princess. But it said princess Xander. Oh, that's so yeah. dope, dude. We need that Omega level. Or, I guess, queen. What would her her mom, power? What's yeah. her Omega level, then? Because she says she's an Omega level weapon. She would be, I mean... What's her power? She seemed like she had telepathy, but she also seemed like she was. She had telekinetic powers, too. So maybe she's the Omega level telekinesis. Oh, maybe, but I thought they had that listed on... Did they have telekinesis listed? I feel like they did. I'm, did they? Don't, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty... I'll look at it I'd when I get I'd be surprised, home. honestly, if they didn't. Yeah. I don't know who would be the top te- uh, telekinetic. I don't That's know. That's not Xandra. Maybe it was one of the unknowns. <laughs> I don't oh. remember. Okay. Or maybe it was like Kid Omega or some fucking some stupid. Okay. Kid Omega's awful. Okay. Stupid ass character. Yeah, I have to look at it when I get and home. Quentin Quire, he's so dumb. Quentin Quire. I mean, he's got two Qs in his name. Of course. <laughs> Obviously, he's amazing. Obviously, already. he he sucks. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes. I'm digging what Jonathan Hickman's doing right now. The art is sure. fantastic. Sure. I've only had the one issue Ooh. with Professor X's face and powers. Other than that, it's been money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and like powers. Yeah, you like it, yeah, yeah. Stuff like but yeah, that. That, uh, coloring's cool. been great. Yeah, Colorist dude. money. I love the designs of like the new looks of the characters, yep. other yep. than Marvel Girl, which isn't new. It's like a yeah. classic design. It's just, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, but I like all that. They stuff. don't, but I do. <laughs> I like all that stuff. I'm really digging it. Uh, very excited to see where this goes. Super amped for the X Men moving forward. Obviously, yeah. obviously. Ooh. Are you excited, Froster? What? Alpine Frost. Oh my God, Froster. <laughs> How you doing, Alpine Frost? I really want more information on the Cardinals and on Rasputin. I'm really interested in those two, those sure. two characters. I assume we're going to get a little bit more. Yeah, I, I mean, want there's more. no doubt. They seem to focus on them. Rasputin seemed pretty fucking OP. So. Yeah. But, but she was also only be, fighting humans. So. She has Omega-level genes in her, so. That's true. That doesn't mean she's straight up an Omega-level. 
No, but, but it, she has but like she's the at imprint. Least, she's cut from the gr- a g- very very strong cloth. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? And I mean, and Cardinal would be too. He's just passive. Like if he's cut from a Zazel Nightcrawler, he's pretty fucking powerful. He's just a passive person. He's just passive. If he can teleport, that'd be dope. Uh, I mean, yeah, holy shit, that'd be dope. <laughs> Nightcrawler's legit. Let's get us out of here. Okay. <laughs> we need to leave. Let's go. Bye. Yeah, Nightcrawler's OP with that shit too. Mm-hmm. He could do so much more too. Oh yeah, teleportation but like at an instant, like just he himself is also a pacifist. That's probably where that failure rate yeah, comes from. And that's where that because he's a pacifist. That's true. He hates violence. That's true. Mm-hmm. I love his voice in Omega, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah, great voice. I hate that every like two minutes he says something that sounds like I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, no, you're not. Everyone's fine. Yeah, yeah, plenty of health, dude. I'm gonna use him today, Chill. so get used to that. <laughs> just like in here a bunch. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. But anyways, yeah, make sure you check this series out. Let us know what you think about it. Follow us on all our social medias. Yeah, Omega Level Pcast, Omega Level Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen again now, son. Dershman, your boy. You gotta back. hear my voice twice, back to back, son. Please. I'm sorry for that. If there's any other series that you're reading right now that we're not reading you think we'd like and want us to check out, make sure you let us know about it. Make sure you tell all your friends we're the best comic book podcast in the fucking world. It's a fact. It's not an opinion. Whoa. It's a fucking fact. Whoa. We're the Omega level podcast. From the classification of podcast, we're the Omega, which means nothing can be substantially better than us. These That's comic books prove it. I have evidence. That's, he's, he has a point. You you have a point. All of that just came together right now. Man, As I was I saying just, it, I was like, oh my well, God. It's because you're Omega level yourself. Yeah, I'm Omega level podcaster, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not. I'm just under no, you. No, you're, but you're Omega level jersh. I'm, I'm like made with Omega level jeans, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not technically an Omega level podcaster. Exactly, yeah. But it's okay. You're cut we're from getting, the cloth. We're getting there. I'm cut from the cloth. <laughs> But anyways, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tune in. Check us out every next episode. Time, check us next week out when we're live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that not no? We're getting a little ahead of ourselves You're there. Gonna, let's, it's, we're live next week. Yeah, check us out at uh, three uh, channel 3, <laughs> channel 64. Uh, we actually get No matter where you live, it'll be on those it channels. It will be on those channels. We're actually on ESPN for a short segment <laughs> on uh, Mike and Mike. It's, but yeah. it's on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Get out of here, you rat scallions. Thanks for listening. Peace. Oot.